You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to this segment of Because You Asked, I'm Barry Newsbaum. As terror incidents committed by Islamists continue across America, it would be reasonable to expect the federal government, along with all local and state governments, to be educating the public to become the eyes and ears of law enforcement. To advise citizens to watch, to listen, and report suspicious activity in the hopes of preventing the next mass shooting. Stabbings or similar events also included. The examples of that type of education are very few and almost impossible to find. Instead, what is occurring is the exact opposite. Today on Because You Asked, we will answer the question, what is being done to educate the public in response to Islamic terror in America? And you, America, are not going to like the answer to your question. Let's start in Boston, the site of one of the first major terror attacks in America. On April 15, 2013, double bombings near the finish line of the Boston Marathon killed three people and injured at least 264. The two bombs exploded 12 seconds apart near the Marathon's finish line. The bombs contained BB-like pellets and nails. The bombs were contained in pressure cookers hidden inside backpacks. Three days later, the FBI identified Chechen American brothers, Jokar Tsarnaev and Tamerlan Tsarnaev, as the chief suspects. The brothers killed an MIT policeman, kidnapped a man in his car, and had a shootout with the police in nearby, nearby Waterton during their chase. During that chase, two officers were severely injured, one of whom died later. Tamerlan Tsarnaev was shot several times, and his brother ran him over while escaping in the stolen car. Tamerlan died soon afterwards. His brother, Zokarov, was arrested and during the questioning revealed that he and his brother were motivated by extremist Islamic beliefs and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, and they were self-radicalized and unconnected to outside terror groups. They said he was following his brother's lead, and he said they learned to build explosive devices from an online magazine of the Al-Qaeda affiliate in Yemen. He also revealed that he intended to travel to New York City to bomb Times Square. On April 8, 2015, he was convicted of 30 charges, including use of a weapon of mass destruction and malicious destruction of property, resulting in deaths. The following month, he was sentenced to death. So, how did the city of Boston respond to their worst terrorist attack in their city's history? Well, the city has lost a new public service campaign to fight Islamophobia by offering the public ways to address aggression towards others because of their appearance or beliefs. The campaign launched a few weeks ago involves 50 posters that provide a step-by-step -step guide to handling when someone's being harassed. They will be posted on bus stop benches and other public places around the city titled, What to Do If You Are Witnessing Islamophobic Harassment. The posters encourage people to engage with the person who's being targeted and to draw attention away from the harasser, the technique that's called non-complimentary behavior. And it's intended to disempower an aggressive person by countering their expectations. 
quote, these posters are one tool we have to send the message. We are all welcome in Boston, unquote. Mayor Marty Walsh said, and he continued, education is the key to fighting intolerance. And these posters share a simple strategy for engaging with the people around you. And that is their city's strategy. The city's Islamic community lauded the campaign, saying, We encourage all of our fellow Bostonians to apply the approach in these posters to anyone targeted, whether Muslim, Latino, or otherwise. And that's from the Islamic Society of Boston Cultural Center. So get this, instead of a massive educational campaign to try to prevent the next massive attack on Boston, Boston is moving publicly to protect Muslims from being thought about badly. No terror prevention, no terror education, no infiltration of the mosques that are still preaching hatred of America in the Boston area, but instead they're going to be educating the public to make sure Muslims aren't made to feel bad. San Francisco has a similar campaign. The public transportation BART system has a poster campaign now being rolled out. It started after a rider on the train organized a crowdfunded poster campaign to teach riders how to respond to Islamophobic and xenophobic incidents on public transit in San Francisco. The campaign started after they heard about a Muslim student who was harassed on BART. So where's the government-sponsored poster program in San Francisco teaching citizens how to prevent terror? Nope, there isn't one. Sadly, American governments are not stepping up, but one brave American is taking this role on personally, and her name is Pam Geller. Geller, through several of her affiliated organizations, paid to run ads on the transit systems of New York City, Washington, D.C., and San Francisco. The ad approved a run on the New York City subway, and San Francisco buses read, In any war between civilized man and the savage, support the civilized man, support Israel, and defeat jihad. Now, she had to go to court to have the court force acceptance of the advertising. In addition to New York, San Francisco, and Washington, Geller has previously succeeded in getting ads placed on transit systems in Chicago and Philadelphia. However, there is pushback coming from the transit authorities. New York's MTA voted to ban all political ads in the wake of a judge's ruling that the agency could not reject provocative ads like the ones Geller paid for just because they were critical of Islam. Thank you, Pam Geller. Americans from coast to coast appreciate your work. Please keep your questions coming to American Truth Project and on our social media at Facebook or Twitter. If we select your question, you will get a special gift just like this. You can also write to me directly by sending me an email to barry at americantruthproject.org and go to our website where you can sign up to be on our mailing list so you never miss an important episode. We are here to answer your urgent questions because you asked. I'm Barry Nussbaum. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.